What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Haldeman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, full of shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. It's a special Christmas edition, but really, it's Festivus, Papa Dude. Happy Festivus to you. <laughs> Happy Festivus for the rest of us. That's right. <laughs> classic, uh, classic Seinfeld episode right there. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, uh, that's one of my favorites. I always think of that when I think of this day. It's always a great day because of it. I celebrate Festivus. I don't know about you. Do you celebrate it? What do you, What do you do? What are you doing tonight for Festivus? For Festivus, uh, I'm probably going to see what kind of a football game's on tonight. It's probably- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Boy, we've seen some good ones. We'll talk about uh, a couple real quick that we've seen. The one last night I thought was fantastic between Missouri and Army. Um, you know, Missouri scores with a minute left to take the lead 22 to 21. They go for two wide open guy overthrows them. Army goes down scores last second field goal. Did you watch that game pop dude? Uh, yes, I did. And what really makes me mad is, um, first of all, I picked Missouri, which you never do because you can't trust them. There's a guy wide open in his own. They can't, they don't make the play, which is typical for Missouri. And, uh, what really made me mad was I didn't know that Missouri's running back wasn't going to play. I don't think they announced that to till well, I heard about it the day before the game mm-hmm. and the wager had already been made. Why, why did they wait so long? Most people, when they opt out of the bowl game, you know, it way before yeah. the game. So that's typical Missouri too. And then of course, army's not the type of team that could come back and get a field goal like that. And they did. And I secretly secretly was rooting for Army, so it didn't bother me too bad. But anyway, and by the way, if you got a guy that opts out of the bowl game, let's let's talk about this just a second. Why sure. do you why do you let him come to the game? Yeah, I don't know what the story is on that one. That's a huh? weird one, isn't it? I would just tell him, buddy, if you don't want to play, that's fine. But we ain't paying your way to the game. Right. Right. Maybe I, I don't know. It's, maybe it's, he maybe he got down there himself. I don't know, but you know. Yeah, it's 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 really an odd odd thing. I I uh, I didn't understand that one at all. I I hadn't heard that he wasn't going to play, and then I turned it on. I'm like, wow, I I didn't know that was going to happen. So I don't know if he had been practicing with them and just decided to opt out last minute or what. Well, I wouldn't think so, but maybe. Yeah. But I, I would just—I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm just old school, and and you know, I would just say that's fine if you opt out. I understand, but you're not—you're not standing on the sidelines like you're a part of this team. I just don't think that's right. I—I I just don't. I don't either, and it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's definitely strange. I don't know. I think we're just in a new world with these bowl games. Yeah. One thing I'll say about them, though, everybody's like, oh, these games, they don't matter. I don't know. You watch these games, those players, it matters to them. The ones that are playing, they've been pretty darn entertaining. I I don't have a lot of complaints about them. I I would take these games all day. I mean, if they want to have Tuesday night football and it's Army and Missouri, I'd watch it, you know? Yeah, yeah, they have been interesting games, and the Mm -hmm. matchups have been pretty good. 
uh, but we do have, you know, uh, some issues as this opt-in out thing. Yeah. You know, this was unheard of five, six years ago, really. Just been the last few years that players are doing this. And so I think that's something that's going to have to be addressed. I don't really know what you can do about it, but you know, it's, 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 it's a tough situation for the coaches, the players, everybody involved. You know? Yeah, it is definitely a, a situation that um, it's, it's not going away. And I think it's only going to get worse, not to, mm-hmm. not to be negative about it, but not much you can do. I don't think you can force them to play. And like mm-hmm. I said, the guys that are playing are playing hard and, you know, no. some of these guys, they're probably sitting behind this the, the starter all year. They're waiting for their time. They're waiting for the time, man. They're fired up, and uh, yeah. it's been pretty good. Like I said, don't tell me the games don't mean anything. Those two games last or those two teams last night, Missouri and Army, they were they were giving it everything they got. So yeah. uh, it's been good. Like I said, we've got a couple more. We talked about them earlier uh, on uh, what what day is today on the Monday show. We talked about Florida and Central Florida tonight. That'll be a good game, and then uh, North Texas, Miami, Ohio. And with that, I will bring this up, and we'll go ahead and start off with the other Thursday night game. We'll start with the NFL. The San Francisco 49ers, a big win last week. They've kind of righted the ship there. They take on the Tennessee Titans tonight in Nashville. Boy, Tennessee, they really need a win here. They have not looked good ever since Derrick Henry got hurt. So much so that San Francisco is a three-point favorite tonight at Tennessee. Papa dude, let's kick us off here. Where are you going in this one? Hey, this is a big game. Yes, huge. Very, very big game. Lots of stuff on the line here. And the first thing I, I you know, I think we're gonna this is gonna be the theme of picking these games. Guys, you gotta go find out who's gonna play and who's not. It's kind of like Santa Claus, who's who's been naughty and who's been nice or wherever that is. Yeah. It's and and really you don't know, even when you look it up. You don't well, that's know. the thing. I would love to inform you of who's going to be out for sure, but it's an ever, ever changing process. So I really yeah. can't tell you, and neither can can Papa Dude. We're we're gonna assume guys are going to be healthy and yeah. playing, but again, take always. Yeah, and, and the know. rules are the COVID situation. The rules are changing, and yeah, uh, which is another whole issue that we'll get to in a minute. But uh, I did, I do, I do think the running back for the 49ers is definitely out and it's not COVID. I think it's an injury. So mm-hmm. that's the one I'm pretty sure on looking at Tennessee, other than Henry, I don't know that they're missing a whole lot. I think these two teams are relatively COVID free compared to the rest of them. So we can kind of analyze this one a little bit because we have some sort of an idea of who's going to play. 49ers are playing great. I had them buried back when they were three and five. They've won five out of six. They beat some good teams. Tennessee is trending downward. Uh, the Titans are still in pretty good shape in the division. They are uh, a game ahead of Indy, but they own the tiebreaker. So they're theoretically, they're two games ahead of Indianapolis. So I do think they're going to win the division. I think the 49ers are playing about as well as anybody. A win tonight will pretty much get them into a wild card spot in the NFC. So it's huge. Tennessee can end all uh, hopes really for Indy to win the division. If they can win, I'm going to go with the 49ers. I, I, I think they're going to win. I, I, I like them a lot and that's who uh, I'm going to go with. I think they're playing really, really well at this point. And I think Tennessee's struggling. Well, we're going to be on opposite sides of it because I am going to go with Tennessee. I, I like the home field advantage tonight for the Titans. I like how desperate I think they're going to have to be 
uh, to win this game. They, it, to me, it's more of a must win for Tennessee than it is for the 49ers even. I, I really think they need to win this game and get back on track. And like I said, home field advantage, I like it. Uh, the only worry, the Niners have been very good on the road as well. So um, I'm glad you brought that up. They've come east five times. Mm-hmm. They've won all five times. That's pretty good for a West Coast team to do. Yeah, it is. It, it definitely is. And, uh, you know, I, I got this at three and a half, and I like that better than three, obviously. Uh, I do think if the Niners win, it'll be a tight game. I, th- I think it's going to be close either way. I think Tennessee will bounce back and get it done here. Um, you know, I don't, I still am not a hundred percent sold that the Niners are that great. I, I, I just think they've, you know, kind of playing up to where we thought they were, but we didn't really think they would just be great. And I still kind of look at them that way. We'll see what happens though. This is going to be a really good game. Uh, mm-hmm. Dennis chimes in and says he's going to take San Francisco team total over 23 and a half. Since he brought it up, what do you think? Is this a low scoring game, high scoring game? Does, does Dennis cash that bet with San Francisco tonight? Well, I don't think Tennessee is going to score a whole lot. I mean, I, I, they're struggling on offense, you know, and Tannehill's going to have to play well. You know, he's yep. the one that's got to, got, to, got to bring it a little bit. Uh, the Lions, 44 and a half. He's sinking San Francisco over 23 and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's just going to be lower scoring than that. I'm thinking 21-17, something like that. So I, I don't know. Dennis studies it a heck of a lot more than I do. But I, I, would, would, say, go I would go on I would say, Dennis, it's going to be – it's kind of like when we were talking about – I can't remember the over-under that a couple of people on the feed had bet a couple of weeks ago, and, and Papa Dude and I said it's going to be right there, mm-hmm. and it came down to like the last couple of minutes. I'm, I'm afraid that's what it's going to do here. I think that's that line is about perfect. So we'll see. Hopefully you get lucky and get that one, or or, or hopefully I'm wrong, and you get that one easy and you don't have to sweat it out. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on a Kittle anytime touchdown plus 125? I like that. I, Me too. He's, he's been pretty involved uh, for the 49ers. I, I think that's a pretty good bet as well. Um, all right. Let's, unfortunately, let's move on to the Saturday game. The Browns are in a must-win situation, and, and you don't want to be going to Green Bay in a must-win situation. That's that's bad news for the Browns. Green Bay is only a seven-and-a-half-point favorite here. I, I don't know how. They're not favored by more. This seems like a little bit of a trap. I can't go – Anywhere else but Green Bay minus seven and a half. Uh, where are you going in this one? Yeah, I, I, that's a funny line to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's uh, the, the Browns still have COVID problems to a certain extent. They've got injury problems too. It's not just COVID with them. And I, they're in a, a real mess. Uh, the other line, I, you know, I don't have much faith in the Browns offense. Their team's total is 18 and a half. I think under on that too. I don't give them a chance in the world to win unless Green Bay just isn't ready uh, to play. But they're going for that number one seed, and uh, they get past this one. I think they're going to get there. So, yeah, seven and a half. Uh, uh-uh. I would go Green Bay all the way on that. Yeah, I just I just can't see a world where the Browns keep it closer than that. Um, and Dennis makes point says the hook is death. I think Green Bay could win by seven or four field goal or a touchdown could make spread close. I'm afraid. I'm only afraid, Dennis, because I just thought this would be like ten and a half, you know. And then I see seven and a half, and we've seen it all year. And it's like, oh, that's pause for concern. I 
I don't know in what world you think the Browns are going to go make this a game. You know, I mean, the Packers just have been much, much better all year long. Take last week out of it. Take help out of it. The Browns are, or the the Packers have been a better team than the Browns all year. So if the game was in Cleveland, it might be a little different. Yeah. Uh, I just, unless Green Bay is just not ready. Yeah. And that's, that's possible. I don't think the Browns can score enough to stay with them. I just really no, and I, you know, I think people kind of forget Green Bay's got a pretty good defense this year. At times, mm-hmm. they've they've been really good. And they've been inconsistent, but if they were able to stop the run, I think it's going to be a really long day for the Browns. We'll we'll see though. Maybe we'll be surprised. All right, Christmas action rolls on with the Colts and the Cardinals. The Colts coming off a big win against New England on last Saturday night. And the Cardinals uh, coming off a loss to the Lions. Boy, the Cardinals absolutely have to win this game, in my opinion. Um, They're a one-point favorite here. Do the Cardinals bounce back this week? Uh, (laughs) I went round and round with this, didn't you? Yeah, this was a a really tough game for me to pick. uh, I, I, I think the Cardinals are crumbling. I think they're better. Than the, than the Colts. The Colts might be due to lose a game. I looked at the COVID situation. There's not much of a deal with either one of these teams involving, you know, really good players. Um, I don't know about the Cardinals. I just don't. You know, there's two teams that the Lions have beat, the Cardinals and the Vikings. And that game is going to come back to haunt. Maybe both of those teams. I mean, I think the card the Cardinals are obviously a lock for the playoffs, mm-hmm. but this that Detroit game may cost them uh, the division. Yeah. I'm going to take the Cardinals in this just because they're at home, and, and I, I I hope Kyler Murray can bounce back, and, and I hope they bring it and, and can beat them. I kind of feel like they will bounce back. Um, you know, they haven't been that good at home this year. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of been talked about probably this week. I mean, a terrible performance. We'll see what they're made of this, this week. Right. Because the problem is they could bounce back and they could still lose because the Colts have been playing pretty well. Um, I don't think that's going to happen though. I think Arizona is going to get it done. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Like I said, I did debate this one for a while. I think the Cardinals will, will, will get it done in the end. I think this is interesting season defining win versus season harming win. Mm -hmm. Um, to me, that does favor the Cardinals as far as the intangibles goes, mm-hmm. a little bit of the momentum, uh, you know, who's more motivated or not. I, I definitely think the Cardinals, it should favor them. And if it doesn't, I think there's problems in Arizona. And and listen, this team has been really good for a lot of the year. They have. Uh, I think they're going to bounce back. So, all right, let's move on to Sunday. Not a very big game here. The Lions and the Falcons, but I think it's interesting from a betting standpoint Falcons are a five and a half point favorite. <laughs> the Lions, they're hot, right? <laughs> That's those two words that usually don't go together. What do you think here between these two teams? I'm very tempted to take the Lions. Yeah. The points. I really am. But you can't trust them. You know, you just you you can't. It just, I wouldn't bet it at all. I think Atlanta's, I mean, they have a slim chance, but it's almost nothing. Their schedule's pretty tough down the stretch. What have they got to play for? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, most of these NFL games this weekend, I got to tell you the truth. I don't have much of a much of a feeling on it. I don't. Yeah. If I was going to bet it, I'd take the Lions and the points. Well, I'll go against Magic again. Magic says good teams win, great teams cover. Uh, talk about the Lions. I'll take the Falcons. I think 
<laughs> like this is the one where everybody goes, all right, let's hop on the Lions, and then they get beat. So I'll take the Falcons here. I, I would not bet this game either way. I no. don't have, I'm with you. I've got a good feeling on some. This is not one of them. No. So yeah, I would I would skip over that one. This one is a monster game. The Ravens, who are slumping, go on the road to take on the Bengals, who were slumping, but then got a win last week over Denver. The Bengals have already beaten the Ravens once. So if the Bengals win this game, they're they're in the driver's seat to win the division. Uh man, a huge game. Cincinnati, a three-point favorite. What do you think about this one? Well, don't you think the winner of this wins the division? I do. I believe this might be the division winner uh, here. Now, um, boy, I looked this today. I mean, the Ravens are so beat up. Yeah. Now, so many key players, too. Um, I have a feeling Lamar's not going to play. What do you think? Do you think he's? He didn't practice again. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it looks very good. My prediction will be based on Lamar. If Lamar plays, I will take the Bengals, and if Huntley plays, I will take the Ravens. That's, so that's... you're you're just uh, you're saying Huntley's better than uh, than Lamar? Yeah, I absolutely, I a hundred percent. That's what I'm going to do in this game. I'm not kidding around. If he if Lamar well, plays, I will take the Bengals. Let me ask you this too, and 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 you guys are in the chat. Do those coaching decisions that Harbaugh's made, what do you think the players think about about those decisions? How much is that weighing on their minds? Because if they if they kick the extra point, and I say they win one of those two games, mm-hmm. look where they're at. Yep. But instead they didn't. Um, I hate betting the Bengals because they fail me every time. They don't really have a lot of injury problems there. So I'm going to pick the Bengals. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick them. I think with social media, what it is today, it's now more than ever that outside noise gets gets into a team's locker room. There's no yeah. doubt they they're they're second guessing that. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Uh, Dennis took the Bengals team total over 23 and a half. I, I again, I think that I see that a lot like San Francisco. I think you're going to be right there on the line. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Dennis says Hunter better or Huntley better than Lamar. Them's fighting words. Yeah. <laughs> I look at the stats and uh, he's he's doing just as well and he's not turning the ball over. So I um, think this is going to be a low scoring game. Yeah, I, I don't know. Again, I think 23 and a half. I think the team that scores 24 is going to win. And that oh, could definitely. be the Bengals. Definitely. But I don't think it's another. I don't think it's a slam dunk. You're going to be in the third quarter. And you're not going to have to worry about getting it. I think you're going to be close again on that one. So should be a hell of a game. I I, I can't wait for that one. All right. Another one that's a really, really big game, the Rams mm-hmm. go on the road to take on the Vikings. We talked about the Rams and how they have a resurgence here and a shot to win that division after Arizona stubbed their toe a little bit. They go on the road to Minnesota, though, and they take on a Vikings team that's battling for a playoff spot. They're, they're right in position to get a wild card spot. Boy, the Rams are a three-point favorite here. Vikings, you just never know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen in this one? I don't know. No clue. Uh, <laughs> I don't. To me, this was the hardest one of them. This one's hard. Yeah. You know, the Rams are coming off two uh, games against their hated division rivals, two straight. Yeah. That they won. You know, they won the big one in Arizona. Then they beat Seattle uh, Tuesday night. They have a short preparation time. They got to get on an airplane and come to Minnesota. Yep. Those are all factors. 
when you get this late in the season. Uh, the Vikings offensively are very, very good. And uh, with, you know, I moved my, my desk and everything in here to get in front of the Christmas tree and I can't find my, my cheat sheet and everything else I had written down, but I had, you know, a lot of people, including us, we knock Kirk cousins a lot. Mm -hmm. When you look at his statistics, they're pretty damn good. He's not the reason the Vikings are seven and seven. Their defense is the reason they're seven and seven. I think this one might be high scoring. I could see 31, 28 in this one. So I like the over in this one. I think yeah, I, I, I think you're better off playing a total versus uh, who's going to win or lose this. Mm -hmm. And the Vikings are the most inconsistent team, I think, in the, in the league, without a doubt. But the Rams are pretty inconsistent as well. Yeah. Um, sometimes they play bad and win those games, so it doesn't look quite as bad because they're just a little bit better. But, I mean, you look at the game – you know, on, on Tuesday, that was a, that was just not a very good game. And now it's a quick yeah. turnaround. Got to go to Minnesota. Reluctantly, I, I would take the Rams, but I'm with you. I, I would I would I would take the point total go over, uh, you know, on the points. I think there is going to be a high scoring game here. Mm -hmm. I kind of think of this game the way the Packers when the Packers came to, into Minnesota, by the yeah. way, they got beat, but they yeah. came in there and it was a high scoring game. So, I yeah. Think I think we'll Minnesota can score and so can the Rams when the Rams yeah. are clicking, they can score. Yeah. And neither team's defense is that good. So no. I think it'll be a heck of a game. I, I, this one will be highly entertaining. I think Yeah, and if the Vikings can win this game. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. If you force me to pick, I would pick the Rams, but uh, yeah, I'm not confident at all in that one. All right. And we move from that one to another, another massive, massive game. Uh, it'll be wild up here on Sunday as we watch this one. The Bills on the road to take on New England in, in a game that is just massive after New England lost last week to Indianapolis. Patriots have beat them once. If they beat them again, they're going to win this division yes. and take it back from the Bills who won it last year. Patriots are a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Can the Patriots sweep the Bills this season? Well, I don't know whether it's because I'm a Patriots fan or what, but I don't have any confidence in them in this game for some reason. Mm -hmm. Now, I think you're just the opposite. Yep. Okay. I think the coaching's a mismatch. Yep. So I think that's good. Uh, Mac Jones kind of leaked out a little bit of oil last week. Yep. Worries me a little bit. He's pretty unflappable, though. He didn't, you know, I think he'll bounce back okay. Uh, you can't go by anything that was in that first game. You know, you can't go by any of that because the weather played such a factor in that. You're absolutely right. If the Patriots win, the division's theirs pretty much because they would have the tiebreaker over the Bills and they would have – well, it wins it for them, right? Because they would be two up with two to play and they have the tiebreaker. So this is for the division for them if they win it. Uh, two and a half. I'm going to go New England just because of the coaching – mismatch i think and they're at home and i think they bounce back i think a lot of people have made a lot of what happened last week to new england and it's funny new england is back to all oh, they lost and everybody's going to talk That's about true. it all week you know that it, they, they they're back to that already so uh, look i think the only question mark is that is what you touched on the first game between these two we can't take anything away from it whatsoever 
It was a weird game. You couldn't throw the ball. It played right into New England's hands. Now, can New England do that again with with the conditions, you know, hopefully being a little bit better? That's a big question mark. I, I'm going to take them, though. I, I think they're the better team. I really do. They've been the better team all year long. Um, I, I'm going to get I'm, I'm going to think Mac Jones is going to play a lot better being back home um against a familiar opponent and i think new england comes out ready to play i think the biggest problem was they weren't they weren't ready to play last week they just didn't play very well to start so i will take new england in this one uh at minus the two and a half and then dennis chimes in and says supposedly bad weather weather in the bills pat game mcdermott said something stupid about bill belichick but i do like the bills here i can see that i can see where he's going on this i think they the talent is not that much difference between these two another thing the patriots they need their running back back mm-hmm. and i read a while ago that there's a chance that he's going to play this week. that will help them there's no doubt uh the patriots it, i don't i i still don't i wouldn't say it's cause for concern what happened but it just wasn't great for the patriots last week and i, I again i really think a lot of it was they just came out kind of flat yeah. And in the second half, basically mid third quarter on, they look they look good enough to win that game. So right. I think they'll play a good game here. I think they bounce back and they win. I, I'm I'm not going to take the Bills. Uh, all right, Jags and Jets. Oh. We're not going to go ahead. Good, skip that one. Yeah, we're going to skip that game. Huge game here. The Giants are hapless. Their their season is over. But the Eagles, they've got everything to play for. They're nine and a half point favorite here. A win that would go a long ways in making that wild card spot. Uh, nine and a half, a lot of points. What do you think? The Eagles cover here? Do they <laughs> choke? <laughs> I mean, really, are they that much better than the Giants when you when you get right down to it? I think if this game are. was in New York. I would definitely be worried, but don't forget, New York beat them thirteen seven about a month ago. So in a typical or similar type game. Uh, nine and a half. That's the thing that worries me. Uh, I would take the Giants plus the points, but I think the Eagles are going to win. Yeah, I, I'm not going to take the Giants. I, I watched them last week. <laughs> they're pretty bad. They, they they're, uh, as Magic would say, there's no cause for concern in Philadelphia. I think I think the <laughs> the Giants get it done. Uh, Magic said, new drinking, drinking game. Take a shot every time Aaron says cause for concern and see if you can avoid blacking out before the show ends. <laughs> critical today. Very critical, man. I know. He's in a bad mood today. I don't know. I may, I, may, I may ghost him the rest of the day. See how he likes that. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move on. Uh, the Panthers and the Buccaneers. Panthers are pretty much done, as in they are done. They are done. <laughs> Buccaneers got shut out last week. So let's let's throw that in there. I mean, they're a ten point favorite. I to me, they they write the ship this week. I I don't know. What do you think? Well, they've got so many people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brady has no weapons. I mean, Godwin's out. Uh, I don't think Fournette's going to play. No, he's out. Yeah, and what's that other receiver? Uh, I can't think of his name. Williams. Well, Antonio maybe? Brown is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah. So. I mean, he's got second-line receivers. Um, Panthers' defense is decent. I mean, I don't think they're going to lose. It's the 10 points. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. They ought to beat them as bad as they want to. But they're struggling. I think I'll go ahead and take them to cover it. But 
I think I'll stay away from betting it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not, I don't have a good feel about betting this game at all. I think 10 points is a little tricky. I do think the Bucks win it. Uh, Dennis talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago. Going to cut the spread in half and bet Bucks minus six for the first half and see what happens there. I, yeah, it's just these these 10 point spreads are more in the yeah. NFL. It's the just, NFL, they're dangerous. Very yeah, dangerous. Just, a lot of times they're just not worth it. And uh, yeah, we'll see if the. This is more of a, let's see how the Buccaneers play. Let's see if they kind of get back. Let's see how they look with all these guys out. And maybe we can learn something that or you can take away from a game where the spread's, you know, more favorable to bet against them. Or maybe they look great and you're going to bet with them. But I, I think this is more of a learning game than a betting game. Uh, on, you could on take Sunday. their you could take their under team total. It's 27. It's a lot of points. You, know, you could you could could look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Now let's move on to the Chargers and the Texans. Uh, another big game. The Texans are, are, are really bad. David Mills still in there. So we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't think they can put up much of a, of a fight, but it is the Chargers and they're mm-hmm. coming off a bad loss. Well, not a bad loss, but a heartbreaking loss. I should say another 10 point line, another one I'll skip. But my question is, will the Charger fans have to sweat this game out at any point? I think they will. Don't you? Yeah. I could see them maybe being flat going in there. Mm-hmm. overlooking the Texans. Didn't the Texans beat? No, they beat the Jaguars, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking they upset somebody, but they didn't. Uh, Ten, they should cover that easy. But I, I think it's one that uh, could be could be something that uh, to look at. Let me see if there's anything else. Um, 45 and a half mm-hmm. on the over-under. Now it's 46. Um can the Texans score enough? I see. I think that could go over. Uh, think? Yeah, I think it could because I, to me, the Chargers should get to thirty. Well, in this game. that means they'd have to get to seventeen. I don't know where they can or not. Yeah. It's How about this? You have to sweat. Let's just don't bet it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I, I just <laughs> it's it, this is more of a, another game. You let let's see if the Chargers have matured. If they go on the road, they take care of business. And they don't have to sweat out the game. Yeah. That's that's the big thing. So I think it's a big test. It's always a good sign when you when you're doing too much humming and hawing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're I, I totally agree. Way too much. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't think anybody needs to worry about the Bears and the Seahawks. That's a no. meaningless game. So we'll move to the Steelers and the Chiefs. Now, here's the deal: the Chiefs were, uh, I think, like a they were almost a double digit favorite. They were, but they were the 11. Chiefs. Yes, the Chiefs have COVID issues now. That line has dropped down to seven and a half. Um, still a lot of motivation for the Chiefs. They're trying to get the number one seed. They're in a great spot, as in the driver's seat, basically, to do it. A lot of motivation for the Steelers, too. They've got a shot to still win the division. They could still make a wild card. I don't know. Are the COVID issues enough for the Chiefs to, to let the Steelers kind of slide in here and, and, and play them tough? Well, the other issue is this. We don't know yet whether they're going to play or not. But yeah, yeah, you had this right up and we held off on it because it's like. Yeah, this- there's some, yeah and, and there's several books that don't even have this game on the book right yeah. now. Yeah. The one we are looking at here um, does, but there's several that don't. And team totals are hard to find on this game, too. Yeah. So uh, Vegas, they don't know what to do with this either. 
here's uh, the deal. The Chiefs are without, if they don't play, they're without Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Yep. So Mahomes will have significantly fewer uh, weapons to work with. Isn't it interesting? Uh, Kansas City gets all these COVID issues, but their quarterback doesn't get it when all these other teams, the quarterbacks had problems, but that's another story. Um, What do you think? Do you think that's enough? They still have enough to beat the Steelers in a must game for the Steelers who are relatively healthy. I loved the Steelers at 10 and a half because, you know, definitely the COVID situation. I don't know. Seven and a half, it gets a little bit scary, but I, I, yeah, I would still take the Steelers and Dennis says he got it at nine and a half. So yeah, I would still take the Steelers uh, at seven and a half even. Um, I I think with those guys out, if Tyreek and Kelsey don't play him, you, by the way, guys, you have to keep an eye on this. Oh yeah. And if they play, it changes everything. It does. Because that's the the biggest problem the Steelers are going to have was stopping the Chiefs well enough to keep their clunker of an offense with a shot, right? Mm-hmm. If they can stop them, all of a sudden this becomes a Steeler type of game. Like what the Chiefs want to do in this game is just go up and down the field mm-hmm. and, and turn it into a shootout. The Steelers can't compete. But if no. it comes into a grinded out type game, the Steelers can win. Um, I think they're going to play them close because of the COVID problems. Well, yeah, I agree with you, Aaron. And all I know is they don't beat the Chargers last week yeah. without one of those guys. Yeah. Much yeah. less two. Yep. Tyreek Hill made some unbelievable catches. I yep. mean, contested catches. And then Travis Kelsey looked like a sprinter out there. Mm-hmm. So if neither one of them play, I think I would go with the Steelers also. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's going to make a big difference and it'll keep that game close. So we'll see. Just keep an eye. That is one for sure. You've got to keep an eye on and see what happens with the COVID problems uh, for the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, if, you yeah brains, if you got any brains, you probably want to stay away from it. Well, Dennis said, <laughs> I, I'm surprised this game didn't get moved to Tuesday. I still think there's a chance that's going to happen. I do too. So do keep, too. keep an eye on that one as well. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> this game, <laughs> this is a wild game. These two teams, the Denver Broncos and the Oakland and the Las Vegas Raiders, you just have no idea what they're going to do week to week. Both teams are seven and seven. Both teams can stay alive with a win, and both teams are pretty much done with a loss. Vegas agrees with us. They Mm -hmm. have this line as even, so it's a pick them game. Who wins, Vegas or Denver? Absolutely no clue. (laughs) Again, I mean, usually you have some sort of an idea. Right in a game, yeah. Especially if the line is even, yeah. Yeah, you know, okay, that's even. The Raiders are awful. Denver. Now, I do think Denver's a little more consistent than the Raiders because Denver's pretty much played the same. You know, long they beat teams they should, and they lose to the ones they shouldn't. So they're more consistent. I don't like the Raiders, so I'm going to go with Denver because I like Denver better. I'm going to go with Sandy in the in Vegas. I, well, I just think, again, you know, that's here's the, the one thing the Raiders had last week over the Browns. They had a quarterback that was yeah. that was pretty adequate. True. And this week they will, too. Drew Locke will play for Denver, and, I mean, I, he's we know what he is. I think Vegas wins. Uh, gosh, they would be one of the worst teams to ever make the playoffs if they do it. But <laughs> – 
They're going to be there with a shot. I don't know. They, the AFC is kind of tougher to get in. I, they yeah. may not be able to make it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Vegas in this reason. Uh, or for or this one, Dennis said the only reason why he took the Raiders because the NFL wants Vegas to win. I don't know about that one, but <laughs> a little conspiracy theory there. Uh, all right. True. <laughs> all right. Let's go to the final game we're going to talk about today, and that's the Sunday night game. Washington, another team with big-time COVID problems, take on Dallas. Dallas, 10.5-point favorite here. Seems like it should be an easy win for the Cowboys. you think they get it done? 10.5. That's a bunch. You're right. It should be easy for them. Yeah, I think they are the number two seed, I believe, right now. I believe mm-hmm. they're second. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to catch Green Bay or not. Although, well, Dallas has got Arizona left yeah. in the last game of the year. I think they have the Eagles maybe next week. I think do the Eagles or the Giants. I think it's the Eagles next week. I had all that written down, but I don't know what I did with it. So anyhow, 10 and a half. Let's see what else we got. We got 47, the over under. Um, what's the other one we got here? Now I don't have the team totals on that because I don't think they're up either. Uh, some of the, some of the books have them. Some of them don't. Um, I'd be scared to bet them 10 and a half because I could see Washington coming in the back door and getting a late, late score or two on them. So I, I, I'm humming, humming and hawing, so I'm not betting this one either. Yeah, this is one I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to stay away from as well. The, uh, the Cowboys should win. I, I will check back this game. Let's see who's going to play for Washington. That's going to be the big thing. You know, if they're, if they're low on players again. I think the Cowboys will get it done, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely going to be, um, it's one of those games they should, they should cover, but will they be the Cowboys? <laughs> That's yeah, the big I like, question. I like, yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you put this on there, Aaron. I like this. <laughs> Jason says it's busy time of the year. Save yourselves all this handicapping and just flip a coin. <laughs> That's pretty much what you should do. <laughs> That's what we've done, Jason, but we're just, we're just putting uh words into it. See? So, yeah. Like yeah, that. absolutely. <laughs> all right, let's go on to uh college football we'll talk about the bowl games all the way uh friday uh saturday sunday and then we'll cover mondays on the monday show um friday is christmas eve this is my favorite game of the year the hawaii bowl uh (laughs) and hawaii is at home hawaii made the hawaii bowl this year and they're an eight and a half underdog against memphis i am taking the warriors here what about you isn't this a fascinating matchup yes I love it. <laughs> the two teams have a combined record of 12 and 13. I think Hawaii got in because, by the way, oh, well, have you seen where? Okay, let's pick this first. Uh, you take the Warriors, me too. Eight and a half, way too many points. Yeah, way they're at home. Many. Come on, give me the it's Warriors. Home game. Uh, Memphis is going to use this as a vacation, yep. and the Warriors are going to win. Uh, neither one of them is any good. So, yeah, eight and a half is too many points for me. I'll go with the home team. But have you seen, I know you've seen, Texas A&M is out of the Gator Bowl. Right. Okay. So Wake Forest was supposed to play them. Right. And they are trying to find somebody that will come in there and play. Yep. Now, the problem I see with this is a lot of these schools already sent their teams home for Christmas vacation. Have you seen the two teams? Uh, No, I have not. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Illinois. Okay. With a record of five and seven. Right. 
And I read a quote, I read a little deal there where the coach is anxiously waiting for confirmation because he can get these guys together and, and get them down there. The other one, Marshall, who's already played in a bowl game, yeah, called them and said they would come to this game. Well, I think it's good they're trying to fill it. So hopefully <laughs> well, it is. It is. But, I mean, every team that's won six games is in a bowl game already. So it's got to be a, a team with a losing record. The other option I heard was just wait it out. Another game might cancel. And then yeah, yeah, you yeah. get that other team that didn't that cancel. Um, yeah, it's 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 a problem. A&M not having enough players, I find that hard to believe, by the way. I don't think they wanted to go. I don't either. Uh, their quarterback entered the transfer portal. Yep. I think a running back's hurt. Yeah, I think they ditched it. That kind of sounds like something they would do. <laughs> I kind of think they did. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that game. Hopefully they play it, though. Like I said, like I said at the top of the show, I don't care who it is. I will watch it if it's a bowl game, and I've enjoyed them so far. And I can guarantee you Christmas Eve I'll be watching this. I watch it every year. I love it. There's been some <laughs> great things. There's been high-scoring games. There was a big fight at the end of the Hawaii Bowl one year. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. So Dennis has got a comment down there that gave me an idea. Okay. Dennis said, says, why don't we take a team that didn't win all year or the least amount of wins? All right. Here's my idea. Okay. The two worst teams were Connecticut and Massachusetts. Yep. Let's see if we can find 22 players that would, first of all, would volunteer to play. Right. I don't think they have 22 good players, though. But let's pick the best players off those two teams and combine them and send them down there. Uh, I love it. I And I would watch it. I would watch UMass in Connecticut. I yeah. absolutely would watch what it. What would uh, the name of this team be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jason says it's in Rutgers. <laughs> uh, Rutgers won five games. I, I don't know. They may be a little too good. Yeah, they're too good for that bowl. Maybe they could send them to the Gator Bowl, though, to take on Wake Forest. How about Kansas? Kansas, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Now, they might win. Can't, can't, if they no, play they Texas. Can't. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, send Texas. <laughs> I'm that's what I just getting ready to say. I'm surprised they haven't volunteered to go. Yeah, send Texas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we'll move on. Christmas Day. There's a bowl game. This has never happened. I, not that I can remember. Uh, I will be watching this one for sure. <laughs> Christmas Day, there is a bowl game, 1.30 on ESPN. I think that's Central Time, so it could be 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central. Uh, Georgia State takes on Ball State. You get, If you listen to the show, you know where I'm going, and it's been money all bowl season. Bet against the MAC, and I will bet against the MAC again. I will take Georgia State minus six. Uh, over Ball State. You're undefeated, right? Yeah. Okay, Georgia State over Ball State. Oh, this is a big one, isn't it? It is. The Camellia Bowl the in Camellia Montgomery, Bowl. Alabama. Oh, yes. Lord. That is... Where you dream to spend your Christmas in Montgomery, wow. Alabama. Christmas Day in Montgomery, Alabama. Temperature 69 <laughs> degrees. Um, yeah, I'm taking Georgia State. Six points. That'd be the only thing. Yeah. Six points. Is that too many? Yeah. Yeah. That would be the only thing. Uh, I'm glad it's on at 1.30. That's on before the NFL games come on. Yeah. I'll go with, I'll go with what is, what are, I don't even know their mascot. And I know almost every mascot. I don't know what Georgia State is. Georgia State, I think they're the, well, 
It looks like they're the Panthers by the look and of they that. Are, they are some kind of a cat, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I'll go so, with the Panthers. All right. Let's. Well, I don't know that that's accurate, that they're the Panthers, but they look like it. Um. All right. So then we will talk about, <laughs> let's see. Let's talk about these Monday games. I'll be honest. I really have no idea what time we'll be on Monday. I'm traveling. I thought I was traveling home Sunday. Turns out I'm traveling home on Monday. So we may do this show like eight in the morning on Monday. So <laughs> just have no, to everybody watching. We're not doing that. So well, we may not have one if we don't do that. That's the what problem. time are you getting home? Not until like ten o'clock at night. Oh, so okay. I don't well, fly we out. We may have one on Tuesday. We may have. may have to be Tuesday. Tuesday, I can't do a Tuesday. So. No. I don't know what I don't know. We're gonna have to do it eight in the morning. All right, so we'll go. We'll, we we will cover we'll cover these Monday games here, though. Okay. All right. Uh, how about this? Another MAC team. Gosh, God bless the MAC. And by the way, this MAC team is the favorite. Western Michigan and Nevada in the Quick Lane Bowl. I'm taking Nevada plus the six and a half here. But now the game is in Detroit, and this mm -hmm. is Western Michigan. So mm -hmm. um, I would say Nevada will have one fan there. Um, so who are you going with in this one? This one you may go down on. I'm afraid this might bust the bubble. No, Nevada's going to beat them. Well, Nevada lost their coach. Okay. I don't know if he's coaching in this game or not. This was an interesting coaching hire also. Jay Norvell was at Nevada mm -hmm. and took the Colorado State job. Why did he do that? That's what I was going to ask you. I thought maybe yeah. you have some inside information. I don't. Why would you? Why would you? That that's not even a lateral move. That's a downward move. That's what I thought. It's got to be a weird money. move. Got to be money. Yeah. Either that or they didn't like him in Nevada. Maybe. I yeah. don't know. How you doing, yeah. Isaac? How you doing, Isaac? Isaac's uh, here. I haven't seen Isaac in a while. What's up, Isaac? Um. Nevada, uh, six and a half. I'm definitely taking Nevada. I'm not sure they're going to win. But they're they're gonna. I'll, I'll take them in the points for sure. Nevada plus six and a half. Bet against the Mac. Always bet against the Mac. All right. One last game we will do, and then we'll have a little Christmas fun to end the show. Boston College and East Carolina in the Military Bowl uh, in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, Boston College a three point favorite in here. East Carolina's had a pretty decent season. Uh, mm -hmm. Where are you going in this one? This is a tough one, I think. Well, I have a dumb question. Why do we have the Armed Forces Bowl? And the military bowl. Well, Navy. one's for Army and one's for Navy, but Navy didn't make it this year. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, why didn't we put Air Force in this one? Well, don't ask me questions I don't know the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can have a military bowl and have these two yo-yos in there, you know? I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would have been better. Have Coast Guard play... Um, the Marine Corps or the Merchant Marines, <laughs> whatever they are. Uh, Boston College in East Carolina. I'll go. Let's see. BC's three point favorite. I'm going to go East Carolina in an upset. Yeah, I will too. I'll take East Carolina plus the three here. I don't like Boston College very well. I haven't all year. I don't like East Carolina that well either. They can really score. Uh, I, will, I will take their team total over. I don't know. I think it was, oh gosh, I'm like you now. I didn't write it down. I think it was in like the mid 20s. So uh, okay. I, I, I like East Carolina to score and win here uh, for the military bowl. All right. These other games we will do on the Monday show. Uh, hold on. Dennis has one comment here. He says, is it just me or most six and six, seven and five games have to have a home team for more money? That to me isn't a bowl game of evenly matched teams. Um, Good point. 
Yeah, I mean, in the Western Michigan situation, they'll probably have like 25 people there. So maybe not. But yeah, some of these other ones, I think Dennis has probably got a point. Um, and yeah, Dennis says Louisville will lose to Air Force. And so you can't, that's why they're not in the military bowl. They got to go beat Louisville. Well, yeah, we'll I, see, see. I, I see where Isaac's working. Yeah, I said his last day is on Tuesday. That's good, Isaac. You can join the show more. So, um, all right, Isaac. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this, but since you're just joining, uh, we, we, you know, Isaac said, "What about the Chiefs players on the COVID list? Like Kelsey, going to be a big problem for them. Hopefully, they yeah. can get off the COVID list." We were talking before we got on air. The rules seem to be changing daily on this, so it's hard to say who's going to be on and off that list, isn't it? Well, it is. And, and, you know, these leagues are in a real tough spot. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of these players, I think, are vaccinated. Isn't that what you're hearing? Most of the guys that are coming down with That's it. That's what are, I've heard. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I've, I don't know what I don't know what that what they're going to have to do, because, man, it is widespread. And this newest variant is so contagious. And boy, once somebody gets it, they all do. So it, it's a real problem trying to decide. The problem with changing the rules in midstream is you got teams like Cleveland, and the rules have been relaxed just a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. some of those guys could have played in that game last week in a yeah. game they really needed to win. It's a tough situation for these leagues to decide what to do. It really is. It, it is, and it's just uh, it's it's evolving every day and that's a problem a policy that you had yeah. you know even as long as two weeks ago is different now because yeah. the factors are different you know that's yeah. the thing that i think people have struggled with in an age where we know everything very quickly if we mm-hmm. don't know the answer to something we can google it and we have it yep. with something like this and not to get on a covid soapbox in this bill yeah. i don't care but but with something like this we we want the, we are conditioned that we know the facts. We know everything. Just Google it. You know, mm-hmm. there, we don't know. We don't know what's going on with this because we've never encountered it before. So it, it, it just makes everybody frustrated when things change. As well, rapidly. Yeah. And when you look at the three leagues going on right now, the problem the NFL's got is they're coming down to the end mm-hmm. of their season. Whereas the NBA can make adjustments because it's just kind of the middle and the same with the NHL. They can make some different changes. The NFL is down to the to the end, you know, and they're just trying to get to the finish line any old way they can. Yeah. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. So, you know, if you're not vaccinated by now, you're not going to get vaccinated probably. So yes. this issue, you know, is well, whatever. And again, I, I I think that the biggest deal is vaccinated or not, mm-hmm. we this is always going to be here and it's yes. always going to have different variants. Yeah. This variant spreads very easy, but it doesn't mm-hmm. make people as sick, you know, too, right. The next one may not spread that easily, but makes people mm-hmm. deathly ill. Mm-hmm. We, I think, as a society just have to say we didn't really quarantine like we should have uh, when it first started and it's here and we're almost just going to have to pick up and move on and, and forget about it. I mean, yep. Make your choice, get vaccinated or not. If you don't suffer the consequences, if something happens, you know, that's about what we're down to. Yep. You know, both of us are fully vaccinated. So if you don't get vaccinated, that's your choice. That's fine. Yeah. 
That's the choice you've made. So, yep. And again, it's, and again, we have to, we definitely have to, it's, it's, it's just crazy. We, 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 we have to make a choice either. Okay. Get vaccinated. And then what happens if, if the vaccination isn't, does something to us or we don't get vaccinated and then we get really sick when we get COVID. It's, it's, it's a bad situation that we're in, but it's, it's life. And again, like with the, with these teams, you know, I, I just think you, yeah. it's almost to the point you're, they're going to get it if they're out and we're all going to get it if they're out in the public. So, well, you know, and we'll end it with this yeah. because we don't want to get going too much farther and make somebody mad, but yeah, I've always gone with, I've always thought, I don't know. I'm, I'm an expert in just a couple of things and <laughs> I'm not an expert in medicine. Yeah. And when all the experts are telling you, you need to get vaccinated. They know a hell of a lot more about it than I do. And so I'm going to go with the medical experts that have studied this their whole life. Now, I know with my wife. <laughs> that is the most truthful thing you've ever said. Yeah. If my wife said, don't get vaccinated, I would have done it. Uh, when it came out, she said, get your ass over there. And I did well, it. So let's clarify this too. Your wife works in a hospital. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that because she sees what's going on. Well, more than you and I do. She, to me, she's the smartest one in the family. So if she said, there's, it. <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Too. <laughs> so, so I got it. All right. Let's, uh, you said you got, you said you got a little something for I it. Do. I do. Let's, let's I'm do it. the tables a little bit. He's always, you know, things for me. So I think uh, it is Christmas. Yep. This, no one knew that. Uh, got the Christmas tree behind me. We're two days away, so we thought we would end the show with a little bit of Christmas uh, stuff. You guys go right along and chime in with what you what you uh, think, too. And these are just some questions I've come up with that are kind of fun. Okay? Okay. You ready? And I'll Sounds answer. like there's a hurricane at your house, so you're, you're like knocking shit over or something. I'm getting the papers ready. I'm trying okay. to get it's dark. <laughs> I've got the lights off because of the tree. And... Uh, uh. Uh, Dennis, how long did it take to set the tree up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a long time. Uh, Sandy and I used to have two trees. We only had one this year, but uh, this is our favorite, and it's loaded with lights and ornaments, and you know, people that come in there really, really think it's pretty. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jason, uh, Merry Christmas to you too, buddy. Appreciate you uh, being on yep. here so much. Yeah. Uh, okay. First, first uh, question. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. And all you guys out there, chime in. All right. Did you try to find your presence before Christmas or not? Um, no, I you never ever, have. You never no. did? No, never did. Not one time? Nope. Any reason why? I I don't know. I, I never did. I don't know why. I really don't know why. I, didn't I would even... shake them when they were under the tree, but I never really looked at them. Yeah. Look for them. No. I didn't either. No. I never did. I don't I I think the the excitement of not knowing what it is is why, you know. As I, as you can see, I live with a person. Yeah. And I can very well see her doing this. She would find them, open them, and then tape them back up, which <laughs> I believe every word of that. And she's probably 
Oh, so she she bribed her little brother into doing that too. Oh, okay. No, okay. Um, Dennis says he tried one time. <laughs> <laughs> I never did. I never was that curious. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, along with that, did you ever get up in the middle of the night and come down to after Santa came? Nope. Nope. I didn't do that either. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know that, honey. We know. Sandy also a yes on that one. Um, <laughs> Jason said his parents would get pissed because he could shake every present and know exactly what it was. <laughs> That's great. I no, never, I never did that. I, never I wasn't that. very good at guessing what was in a package either. I, I wasn't either. I no. knew when it was clothes. And that's it. I knew when it was clothes or I knew when it was a toy, yes. But yeah. I never could really guess. As you get older, you know when it's a puzzle. We get Oh, yeah. Well, you yeah. shake it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good yeah. at that. I, mean, yeah. I got a, I got a book the other day. We had Christmas here the other day and mm -hmm. I knew it was a book. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah. There's some uh, gifts, but not all. Yeah. Uh, Dennis says, what time would he wake up to open presents? He was pretty good. Yeah. About, we were usually going about six 30. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember waking up just real early. Um, now we got two boys here. Now they're older now, so they sleep. But two boys here in Plattsburgh, they were over at like five o'clock. I remember one one Christmas, and I was out uh, drinking. Probably shouldn't tell you this. I was out drinking till like two thirty in the morning, uh, and then they showed up at five, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is gonna be really bad." That was the worst Christmas ever. Ah, so early. So. That's a good one. Jason said he got up. See, that's why we're doing this. This is fun. Yeah, Jason got uh, one year. I got up at 3 a.m. and sat in the chair and just waited. <laughs> I had issues. <laughs> I remember I would I remember uh, my dad would always tell people that my brother and I were so good and we just slept, you know, and we they had yeah. to always wake us up. Sorry, Dad, that was not true. <laughs> I would wake up one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, but I wouldn't. Get, I never really would get up and go, go uh, peak. No, you know? I, I, you know what? I can only remember maybe one or two Christmas where I didn't sleep very well. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not wired that way. I guess. No, you're not. I don't know. Another time we were up here in New York and we'd all been out drinking and. Uh, some drunk Christmas carolers came to the house at like 3 a.m. <laughs> that was something, too. They were yelling and screaming and banging on the door and singing. Oh, man, that was funny, too. Anyway, go ahead. I probably should ask this one first. Uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas morning That would uh, to open your presents? Oh, well, oh, to open the presents Christmas morning. Um, yeah. yeah. As I get older, I like Christmas Eve better than Christmas morning, well, just in general. But yeah, that's because we don't have the Santa Claus issues and all of that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter now to me. No. But uh, it was always Christmas morning. I grew up that yep. way, and yep. of course, that's what we always did. Uh, okay. Do you ever wonder why, after you've opened your presents and everything, and you've been to grandma's and all that, uh -huh. did you ever wonder why your parents didn't get you anything for Christmas? When you were little, did that ever dawn on you? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, stop and think about that. I mean, grandma gets you something. Your your other grandma gets you something. Yeah. The only people that don't get you anything are your are your parents. That is odd. 
But you never thought of it. I never thought about that. No. <laughs> no one else either ever thought about that? I never thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. No. Now, no. I have heard this from people because I taught school and I would ask kids this all the time and they would always answer yeah. the same way we are. No, I never thought about that. Yeah. Some of them, though, would say that on Christmas uh, Eve or even Christmas morning, depending on what time they open the presents, um, there would be one from their parents. Oh, uh, yeah. We never did that, I don't think, did we? No. Yeah. That's interesting. No, I'd never thought of it. Um, that's funny. That's really, really funny. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. No, I've that, never thought of that. I know. I didn't. No one does. No. It's really weird, you know. You're <laughs> Santa Claus. My God, he likes me better than my parents, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, huh. Yeah. Aren't, aren't our kids not stupid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are just really stupid. When you yeah. think about all the crap that they got us to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get into that because we probably have some little kids here watching this probably. It's sad, uh, though. Yeah. Really? No. <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, well, I'll tell you how dumb kids are. Okay. Funny. He's probably gone. I haven't seen him comment in a while. This is how dumb kids are. Okay, my last year of teaching, we're teaching uh, countries of the world, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always make fun of stuff just to have, get them to listen. You know, this little corny shit like Spain, I would always say, you know, remember when you're in there washing the dishes and your mom says, get those dishes spick in Spain? <laughs> this little dumb. Good Lord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about Finland. Yeah. Okay. These are seventh graders, idiots, and we're, they're all idiots. And I'm sitting there and, uh, yeah, Dennis, I believe this down here. Anyway, so uh, I'm sitting here talking about Finland. I said, okay, now here's the deal with Finland. They call people from Finland Finns because, funny thing about it, a true person from Finland has a fin on their back. Oh, God. And I said, what's really dangerous is, uh, what's difficult is when you go swimming. In oh. Finland. And you're in the on the beach as if there's any beaches in Finland. I'm sure there's not. The water no. 50 degrees below zero. But anyway, they don't know that. I said, so if you're swimming and you're out there and you see this person, you see that fin, everybody thinks it's a shark. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a person from Finland. Because of, and I said, you can is there kind of like trees? You can tell how old they are by the size of the fin. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there going through this, you know, and they're just, yeah. they're, their mouths are wide open. They're believing every freaking word I'm saying. And then one of the little bastards in the back got on his damn phone and Googled it and run, right. run my whole cover. See? Run whole well, see, so yeah, Google, Google's ruined your whole thing. Like I you know. had a whole, whole scheme. <laughs> I know. But anyway, that's how dumb kids are. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas song? Favorite Christmas song? Yeah. Oh boy. Um and I've heard so many there again the, the two boys uh, our nephews they've been playing them all week. Uh gosh. Favorite one? I'd say Rudolph. I like Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. How yeah. many how many do you know all the words to? Not a ton. Really? Yeah, almost all of them. Leave it to Sandy, the little drummer boy, my least favorite 
Christmas. Yeah, that's awful. That's you a terrible have- answer. <laughs> um, no, I have a better one than that, Sandy. I, uh, I've heard all of like they have a they have like a, an Alexa in their house. They say Alexa, play Christmas music, and it's just on a loop. Yeah. So, yeah, I've heard them all. I like Rudolph. I like uh, uh, Santa Claus coming to town. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Santa Claus coming to town. That's a good one. Santa baby. Oh yeah, Santa baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good. Like one. That one? What's that one Mariah Carey say, sings? Oh, like that. that one. I I wish. <laughs> I hate that one. You don't like that? Oh, oh all God. I want for Christmas no. is you. No. I thought that was Whitney Houston, but they I... need to. <laughs> well, no, I did. They need to burn that song in hell. That's an awful song. <laughs> no, I love it, Dennis. I think it's cool. See, Dennis is the same way. <laughs> it drives me nuts, Dennis. No, I don't get that. It's so bad. It's so you think bad. So? Move on. Next. <laughs> so you know the words to a lot of them. All of them. Yep. Okay. Yep. How many reindeer besides Rudolph can you name? Uh, Let's see. Are there 12? There's 12, right? It's eight. Eight. Um, <laughs> Donner, Cupid. Blitzen. Um, that's probably about it. Uh, <laughs> Donner, Cupid, Blitzen. Yeah. Rhymes with Blitzen, kind of. I don't know. Vixen. Vixen, yep. Yep. Rudolph. And I said besides Oh, Rudolph. besides him. Uh, <laughs> Olive, is that one? Olive. <laughs> Dennis says Olive. That's not no. Olive, Dennis. Uh, yeah. Here you go. Now who's putting all that on there? That's magic. Uh, yeah. Dasher, dancer, prancer, vixen, common cupid, Donner, blitzen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Magic. Magic's got it. Oh, we forgot that Magic has a story. He said, when my uh, cousin was really young, he was a whiny little bee about not getting a video game he wanted. He was so annoying, his dad snapped, opened the front door, and threw my cousin into a snowbank. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Christmas. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's what it's all about. Right. <laughs> that's what it's all about. All right, next. Uh, your favorite childhood Christmas memory. Can you think of one? Uh, yeah, it's probably the hockey set that I got. The first, my first hockey set. So that means the pads and all that stuff. Yeah, the goalie pads, uh, the nets, the sticks. Uh, I remember I got a uh, Ronald Moore Pittsburgh State jersey. Oh, there's a story behind that one. But that's and look that up on the Google machine, kids. Ronald Moore Pittsburgh well. State jersey, and I put it on and my skates and my pads, and I was. Ron Moore playing goalie instead of yeah. uh, running back. I have, a picture, yeah, I have a picture of you with, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was uh, that was a good one. I because well, I loved hockey, and I didn't obviously a kid <laughs> from Southwest Missouri. I didn't have anything, so yeah, that was probably my best one. I think so. it's safe to say that Ronald Moore never played hockey. I think it's safe to say that for sure. <laughs> he, he wasn't a goalie either. So. Well, he probably had never seen ice. So <laughs> no. no. I remember you guys playing playing hockey out in the road though. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah, well we did that for years and years and years. Yeah, that first that first set, I think it was Franklin, like a Franklin set. It was, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
that's pretty good. I would have never picked that, but I, you know, I think both of us would say we were very fortunate growing up, me and you, mm-hmm. that Christmas was always uh, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. We always pretty much got, sure. what, got what we want. And yeah. We had extra stuff at grandma's and uh yeah. It was uh that's right. Magic Magic Googled up Ronald Moore from Pittsburgh State, the D two Harlan Hill winner. And I think that was uh ninety one or nine no nineteen ninety two. I think he won it. Ninety one uh uh guy by the name of West was the last name Ronnie one. West. Ronnie West, yes, that's right. All right, anyway. And and he ended up playing uh Ronald Moore played for the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. And John Madden, and we're dating ourselves a little bit here, but most people know who Madden is because of video games. Yep. He had an all-Madden team every year, yep. and Ronald Moore made the all-Madden team as the running back. He was he had a great couple of years there with the uh, Cardinals yeah. when they weren't very good. He ran for 1,000 yards one year, uh, for sure. And then yeah. he played for the Rams for a couple of years as well. So yeah, He was a really good player. Good player, really good running back. Really yep. good player. Can you think of any uh, other Christmas things you want to ask? Um, was that your last question? Yeah, I thought these would actually take a little longer than what they no, did. No, they were good. You uh, answered, well, really we got to remember we ended the show a little earlier. Yeah. Um, can, can you think of anything funny that happened at Christmas? Sandy uh, says we were too serious at Christmas. Anything funny that happened at Christmas? Um. Let's see. I can't think of a thing, really. Well, one year, this year, I got you oatmeal pies for Christmas. I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> I really can't a, think of anything funny uh, that happened. It was no. pretty, much, pretty much routine. Yeah. Uh, every year. Yeah. It was, it was pretty routine. I always get my mom a 12-pack of Coke for Christmas because she drinks Coke like crazy. And that's that's kind of a funny tradition that we have. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. I I can't really think. What's the go-to dessert for Christmas Day dinner? I don't. There isn't one, really. Well, it used to be pumpkin pie. Like yeah, it was but... Thanksgiving. We always had it. I don't know whether other people do. Yeah. Um, Sandy, what is going to be the dessert we're going to have? Um Saturday. Uh, you're gonna have a, a triple berry uh, cobbler. A triple, triple berry, berry cobbler. Well, you have a chocolate layer, heavenly chocolate layer. Heavenly chocolate layer cake. Okay. Well, here, Christmas morning, they always do uh, apple turnovers. Oh, those and, are good. Yeah, they're very good, and they do uh, cinnamon rolls. So that's kind of, I guess, what it would be here in New York. Mm-hmm. It's weird, like things. Um, you know, my Christmas has really been separated into oh yeah, pre Heather, post Heather, because everything we do here is a little different than we did there, sure. obviously. And sure. So uh, tomorrow night, the big, the great, the best tradition of Christmas uh, in New York, well, maybe not the best, but the one we've done every year that I've ever been here. Uh, we go down to her aunt's and and usually drink too much, and then they drink or they they read the night before Christmas at midnight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's been a long time since I've been up at midnight on Christmas Eve. Well, I think nowadays it's more like ten o'clock that they do it. But the le- the legendary story up here is Heather 
before this was uh, the year before she met me, she got really drunk and she added a bunch of cuss words into the book. She said, I'm going to read that damn book. And she grabbed the book from my aunt <laughs> and added a bunch of, you know, and not, a was doing, not even a goddamn mouse, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I would like to do that. That was sounds like something. That and I they still know. talk about that to this day. Every mm -hmm. year when they pull that book out, they'll say a goddamn mouse. And they'll pull <laughs> the book out. And she said a lot of other things, supposedly, that I, I, I can't repeat. Before I forget it, though, uh, uh, Heather's grandpa, mm -hmm. I want to mention this to everybody. I wish I had one of these. He is an ultra-talented human being. And yeah. Aaron was showing me some of the stuff that he's carved. Yeah. A matter of fact, I'm looking around the room. See if I, I can... don't know what you did. I thought a bat was in the room there for a minute. No, I'm, I'm seeing if he's – I'm in the one room in Plattsburgh where there's he nothing he's carved. He can carve anything, and yeah, and, and I love birds. And he and Aaron had some birds that he had carved, and they're they're awesome. And I hope maybe you can show him this. I just wanted to tell him how fantastic I thought that was. I mean, it looked just like it was professional all the way. He he could sell those things; they were great. He watches the show sometimes, so you might hear yeah. that. I'm going to the bar with him here in a minute, though. I'll yeah. tell him. Um, yeah, they were awesome. Uh, That's Dennis, why we're doing the show early today uh, on uh, Thursday. Well, it's usually Fridays at two. Okay, here's another Plattsburgh tradition. Usually it's Fridays at two o'clock. Me and Chris and uh, uh, Pip, which is Heather's grandpa, go to the bar and have two beers. So that's happening uh, today because we can't go on Christmas Eve. You can't really see. Like, that's a Blue Jay. That's carved out of wood, and it's awesome. Yeah. He's, he really is an amazing like amazingly talented here's a again you can't see him very well but that's like a trout that's that just did. it's great yeah yeah so dennis dennis posted something here that used to piss me off what's that well oh, yeah okay yeah uh, dennis says i put three massive boxes uh with a small piece of jewelry for my mom so open one box and and go on and on yeah <laughs> I've always thought people that do that have got some sort of problem. Because yeah. they, they get a big kick out of this, you know, and you just keep opening and keep opening. And, the, you know, you're thinking, okay, what is going on here? Yeah. Uh, Ricky texts me. He loves the Spick and Spain. He thought that was hilarious. You so. like the Spick and Spain? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you would have loved my class. Well, he, he may have. He might still be old enough to take your class if you're still <laughs> teaching. So. <laughs> I have He's a about eighth grade, I think. So. Yeah. I have a I have a million. Um, one one from Magic uh, mm -hmm. when we did Michigan. Okay, when we were talking about Michigan, my little deal was. Yeah. Well, the batter gets up to bat, swings, doesn't hit it. Here comes the next pitch, pitch, swings, and he says, "Damn it, I'm Michigan." <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Every time. Well, yeah. I think all we have left is the Heather to come read uh, "Night Before Christmas." Oh, I would love, love to hear that. But yeah, you know, just just wrap the presents up. If it's a little small package, you know, and it's something small, just wrap it. And magic <laughs> chimes in. And on that note, <laughs> well, I had one for Lansing, Michigan, too. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. <laughs> it's really stupid. But Lansing, Michigan, there's a lot of knights, you know, knights in shining armor that live in Lansing. 
So they would all get their swords together at night and they would go, a lancing we will go, a lancing we will go. I don't understand it. <laughs> you lance something with your sword. <laughs> you needed to be in the seventh grade. That, that and was... definitely on that note, we're getting out of here. <laughs> One more. An apple a day keeps the doctor a day. This was when we would do Minnesota. An, mm -hmm. ap an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Minneapolis has put you in the hospital. <laughs> okay, I like that one. You like that one? <laughs> That's better than the Lansing one, for sure. Yeah. You know what? I'm, in Minnesota is when you go and you go, I want a smaller drink. I want a mini soda. <laughs> All right, here's something. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, geography class was a lot of fun. All right. Sandy gave me this. I, I got to read it. What? I don't know how to do that, honey. Yeah. All right. This is the gingerbread man. Uh huh. It says, the perfect man. Okay. You ready? Yep. He's quiet. He's sweet. He's tan. And if he's annoying, you can bite his head off. <laughs> the gingerbread man, you bite the head off. The I get it. Gave it to me yeah. I was yeah. Uh, Which she's done many times. What? I think, she, <laughs> go ahead. I think this is a good way to end the show today. Well, that's <laughs> what I thought too. I, I tell you what, I'll end it with this with Christmas. I, the best thing I've seen uh, about Christmas. Uh, there's a, there's a a meme going around um, uh, the internet, and it's a little girl, and she says, uh, "Mom, I, I know why Christmas is your favorite holiday." And and mom goes, "Okay, why is that?" He goes. You let Santa Claus take care of it all. You can just sit back and relax and know that Santa Claus will take care of everything for you. <laughs> That's and the mom's reply was, you're correct. It's such a relief. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's been my favorite. That's been my favorite. I always so. like to, it takes forever to buy all this stuff. And it takes about 10 minutes to open it. And it's all. Yeah. I know. Yep. And then months of work down the drain. One more thing. What? Okay. I wondered... Like, oh, they advertise stocking stuffers, great stocking stuffers. Why are the kids thought, why would mom and dad buy stocking stuffers when Santa does it? Did you hear that? They yeah. advertise stocking stuffers all the time. Why would, yeah, why would they do that when Santa's is the stocking stuffer? Well, it's another, it's a, it's, it's, it's a hole in the logic. That I think we we've already, well, I think we've already covered that, Sandy. Yeah. Kids are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> So that there it is. Yeah. I love Santa Claus. Easter Bunny's fine. Tooth Fairy, I never did buy that. No, 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 no. me neither. Me no. neither. Does Tooth Fairy still come to my house? Not to your <laughs> I hope not. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I think, yeah, uh, Tooth Fairy's still a thing. Yeah, that's a cool real thing. A, one more thing <laughs> a real, uh, what's the word problem. For parents, mm -hmm. for parents, is when you stop putting on the packages. What yeah. age of your children do you stop putting on the packages to Aaron from Santa? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think That's what third, not third grade. <laughs> no, no, it's much <laughs> later than that. But uh, anyway, 
it could have been the third grade. Let's put it that way. <laughs> One thing about it, when 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 you get older, like like us, um, you know, we don't have little kids at home anymore. It, Christmas yeah. isn't isn't near as much fun as uh, it used to be. It really, yeah. Is. No, like I said, even the two two boys we got up, the nephews we got up here, they're getting older, and you know, they'll they'll come over and they'll want to eat and then they'll want to open. You know, it won't be that craziness. Yeah. So. But uh, that's all right. I, I yeah. knew it better. So, <laughs> so all right. Uh, we're going to get off here. Like I said, I got I got to go to the bar. That's, wow. that's my tradition. So I got to start that. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun tonight. Yep. Um, all right, guys. Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, Amen. Yeah. When we see you again, it'll be Monday and it'll all be over with. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. We got a lot of sports going on <laughs> over the holidays. So that's good. Uh, no NHL, but Everything else will be going on. So, guys, have a great Christmas. Have fun. Um, and we will see everybody right back here on Monday. Have a great holiday, guys. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports. But you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is fun.